<laughs> Beat that in. <laughs> Hi, Jay. A little, a little peek behind the curtain. Sometimes so we clear you gotta, our throats. Yeah. Okay. We're human. Okay. We got to clear the runway for our beautiful voices. <laughs> I'm just prepping. Yeah, just that's prepping it. for that's you all... to hear what I have to say. You're welcome. Yeah, I want you to get the clearest tone of my dulcet tone. voice. <laughs> I know, I was like, I've already said oh, tone. No. Oh no, we're falling off the rails. We're falling off the rails. That's How okay. Are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I know that we have a long episode, but I don't feel bad because happy Halloween, everyone. Happy it Halloween. It's upon us. It's happening. happening. And I really know what's happening because today at the gym, I witnessed something very upsetting in which there was a man uh, kind of there, a trainer working out um, in a full Chucky costume. No. With a bloody knife. And I was upset. I was upset. Don't bring it to the gym. Yeah, honestly, I've been having a hard enough time because there's like a new Chucky show out and like the gays are so into it. And so my feed on Twitter is there's too much Chucky happening Mm -hmm. and I can't wait for it to be over. And I'm sorry. Full of Chucky. Chuck full of Chucky. To everyone who writes on that show, I salute you. I love you. I see you. I respect you. I don't want that shit in my news feed because I... I'm too traumatized by it from my childhood. And I will never get over it. And I don't want to hear anyone say that it's funny mm-hmm. or clever or whatever. I get it. I'm sure it is. It will never be that to me. Mm-mm. And I don't want to go to my gym, Mm-mm. my gymnasium. Your sacred space. Go to get, yeah, it is. You know, I ha- it's my time. Yeah. It is my, it's not Chucky time. It's <laughs> me time. When will Chucky stop taking things from you is my question. Honestly. So I just... Happy Halloween, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but also enough Chucky. Enough. <laughs> I, I'm just going to make a call that I don't need Halloween to be about scary things anymore. No. Spooky like, at spooky, most. <laughs> yeah. Spooky and funny. Yeah. I don't need murdery no. and violent, gruesome no. me. <laughs> whatever, whatever happened to witches, huh? Whatever happened to a black cat? Yeah. You know? What about that? What, what about, about that? that? What happened I mean, to, a, to a pumpkin? Yeah. What I mean, happened? thankfully, today's film has a lot of that. Um, <gasps> yes, it You does. know, it's not murdering. But I I, I do, I feel you. Enough yeah. with this, this. It's too scary. It's too scary. <laughs> too gruesome. And is Halloween really about an axe murderer? Is it really about a haunted doll? No, oh. not to me. No, it's not about too little, many. little ones like in princess costumes and swashbuckling pirates and little and like, Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like a exactly. hundred thousand yeah. years old. I have never <laughs> been older than I am in this moment. How are your kids, by the way? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's been hard just being an early em- empty nester. That's been yeah, an adjustment yeah. for sure. I mean, they just went yeah. to college, so we're only in October, yeah. you know? Yeah. I just kind of, I, I kind of uh, paddle Kind of getting the baby bug again. <laughs> a little Same. bit. And then my yeah. husband looks at me and he says, stop. And I'm like, what? You know, yeah. I, I haven't gone through the big change yet. Yeah, not yet. I got a look. 
<laughs> have then, a couple of dusty eggs left in there. And he says, I'm getting my balls chopped off and we have a good time. <laughs> He's we going a, a real Full castration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just to make sure. Yeah, well, we, he, we're not, he doesn't we're like not fucking around with a, a vasectomy. We're not, we can't do that. We're, we're getting rid of the balls completely. Yeah, he doesn't need them. He doesn't yeah. want them. He doesn't like them. Yeah, he's like, at that point, they're just <laughs> decorative anyway. You <laughs> might as well get rid of them. It's like putting away the, the ornaments after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, Christmas yeah. has passed and now we chop them off and put them away. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like, like ornaments. <laughs> you know how it is. When Christmas is over, you take an ax to the tree. <laughs> And you kind smash of just all of your hack off your everything that has been hanging on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's all the yeah you kind of well, you put all of your, you know, decorations into a huge bonfire and light it. Oh, it's a perfect metaphor. And that's how you say goodbye yeah. to the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. And your testicles. <laughs> and if you want to put your testicles in that bird, yeah, that's up to you. Teach their own. Yeah. <laughs> However, you want to not have children anymore. <laughs> Whatever kind of contraceptive measure you want to take, that's up to you. That's a personal choice. I'm, I'm only dating men with no balls these days. Yeah. Just for body insurance. Exactly. Thank you so much. And yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, I think let's get, <laughs> let's get into it. You guys, y'all, I'm trying not to use gendered language I and I keep doing it. Y'all, today is the end of Spooktober. Wow. And it also marks the end of our first season. Oh my gosh. Which is crazy to say. Now, don't worry. We won't be gone for long. Um, Barely a break, to be quite honest. Um, But, you know, we are, there will be a couple weeks off of new episodes. So just a warning. Uh, But we will be back with season two very, very, very soon. Um, We have a great second season planned for you. can't wait to get some of these episodes out to the people when you think we've hit the peak of the disney channel original movies you think we've hit all the fan favorites you're dead mm, wrong you're dead wrong. so many more to come that you so will many. absolutely lose your gourd over okay <laughs> your little pumpkin head will absolutely yeah. explode yeah um so the only way to end spooktober it's with Halloween Town. Yeah, you know, to. we. I'm sure you knew we were working up to it and we are doing Halloween Town today. And in case you've been living under a rock like I was, this is what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> this comedy adventure follows Marnie and her younger siblings as they follow their estranged grandmother, a good witch, Debbie Reynolds, to her home in Halloween Town where witches, goblins, vampires, and the like lead very normal lives. On her 13th birthday, Marnie learns that she comes from a witch family and that she too is a witch. When she discovers that an evil force is plotting to take over Halloween Town, she must help her mother and her grandmother save the day. One hour and 24 minutes. Enjoy. Enjoy. We'll see you next season. So excited for today. We've got some real guests on our hands. Um, and that's both... right, guests. Yeah, this is actually a first for Give Me That D. We have two guests on at one time. So it's kind of like 
history in the making here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're both comedians in their own right, but they also come together and do comedy as well. Um, please welcome the the co-host of a, an incredible comedy show called Your Stepson's Comedy Show, in which <laughs> they are both ex-wives of the same person <laughs> coming together to celebrate their collective oh stepson. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, Mike Liebenson and Sandel. Wow. Oh my gosh, what a wow. treat. Two girls, oh one calm. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I have ha- to say, your show is so funny. Like truly, I, I haven't been since before all of this, you know? <laughs> um, but do you speak? I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about what do you it. Mean? Um, <laughs> you guys are so fucking funny and it's You're a joy to have kind. you thank you from what and we can remember you, it was fun <laughs> I, I agree and jake you're i know you per, i know you from when we took and, and this it's hard as a stand-up comedy class together uh, and it yes is, we did the show our substance comedy show is very much leans into like midwestern traditions of mm-hmm. man-made lakes Stucco McMansions <laughs> around said man-made lakes. Um, and I remember when I met Jake in this stand-up comedy class, I like in your stand-up set, you would reference, I think it was like like a a, a tanning salon or a doll store or something so specifically <laughs> yes. Midwestern. And I was like, this is my person, yep. this is my people. I must sink my talons into this person. We have the same aesthetic. Yeah, Jake Ann said that she there was a really funny gay in her stand-up class. And I did get a little jealous for one second because <laughs> Anne is only allowed to be friends with one funny gay, and that's me. Hold on, hold on. I felt the same way. I felt the same way, but the straight female version yep. of it. I was like, I was like, who are you meeting at this stand-up class? I'm not into who it. Who is she? Like, um, tell me is she prettier than me or we both had a wandering <laughs> eye in the stand-up comedy class and what a class it was really it was. i saw your both of your shows our graduation oh. show yeah. didn't oh, i yes. yes 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 i was like right <laughs> right and we were we were in the same room then because i was also there wow it's, Gosh, we're it's like nice to passing. think we were we were all in the same room at one point i do love whether that. we knew and it now or we're not. all in the same zoom how that's why like- this was I assume that, you know, at some point I'm, I have been in the room or on the street with my soulmate, but we don't know, right. you know, and now it's kind of happening, but it's friendship and that's better. I, it yeah, is better is, because I've seen statistics that are like, there's a, um, if you are like 28 and above and I'm like, okay, ages five as I'm 28. <laughs> if you are 28, <laughs> there is a, so, like a significantly high percent chance you've met your soulmate. Um, I am single and I'm like, that is horrifying news. And I don't want to hear that. I have not met my soulmate, please. Yeah, I really I hope him, I haven't. Like, like excuse <laughs> me in a grocery store or something, because if I've met them, met them, then they're not impressing me. If I know mm-hmm. them well, we're it's we we're in know, trouble. There's going to be a big designers make it work moment with this. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, get Tim in here. Yes. Well, let me up. ask you too, because I really have no idea what is your relationship to the Disney Channel. Beautiful question. Michael, Elizabeth, take it away. I mean, I think for many of us, I won't speak for Anne, Disney sitcoms raised me, but I think Disney Channel original movies shaped me. I don't know, like 13th 13th year, High School Musical, Smart House. I will include Halloween Town, all very formative, I think, checkpoints Mm -hmm. in my own adolescence in terms of taste and wanting to be a mermaid and a witch. 
and <laughs> yes, a, sing, a singing jock who does it all. I want. I... <laughs> it's all coming together. Like I could see it so clearly now that you say it. I'm like, oh, that it was all right there for us. I am see. all of those pieces together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. a, sen- a sentient I... house. Most important. <laughs> Mike, you are you are the woman in Smart House. That you are the sentient. When, remember when she remember when she she becomes a hologram person and also like never. And her hair just say, is like an ice luge. It's ex- exactly. <laughs> Decoms yeah. get very close to like nailing societal commentary and then close. they just fumble the ball like mm. i mean if i were decom writer i would be like drinking a bottle of wine and banging out the script in an hour's time because Absolutely. the stakes below which i <laughs> know is what they do i yeah, think that's yeah, exactly sure. accurate yeah. i love that energy to me mm-hmm. decoms my relationship with decoms first of all i think decoms were very much like lifetime movies for children oh absolutely yes which yes. is Something that I love, I loved DCOMs. I loved that the thrown together nature. I love the scripts feel like they were written in 15 minutes. I love <laughs> the first 10 minutes of every DCOM sequel is frantically explaining uh. why half the cast has vanished. Uh, yeah. yes. we, or, we accept it. Or recast. <laughs> yeah. re- violent uh, recasting. Halloween like, Town 4. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I love all DCOMs. A 13th year, um, a 13th year starring the actor named Ches Starbuck. I happen to know the name of the man Wait, who plays. What? The, his name is yes. Ches Starbuck. Not the character, the actor. Smart God House, given? I love. Uh, sorry, what? God given? Did he do that I, I don't know, but can't you see a man in Burbank being named Ches Starbuck? What yes. <laughs> it's honestly, um, it's even better if he thought that was a good stage name. <laughs> he was changing his name just looking around and was like starbucks starbuck singular <laughs> but singular <laughs> it's different it's like the mrs it's doubtfire different. when it's like he, he sees the newspaper and he's like mrs doubtfire but he did it with a a bag a bag of check mix and then a starbucks <laughs> i don't know <laughs> right. but he's like whatever no, i have I in my hand that's well. that's it Okay, I love that. I love also decoms that. building the careers of so many young stars, a Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. um, end of list because Taryn Killam, early what? Oh yes, Taryn yes. Killam. Oh my God, it's stuck in the suburbs. The uh, Pana how Baker could we sisters. forget? Yes, right. oh, the Panna Baker sisters. Uh, iconic. I mean the Lawrence brothers. Yes, Lawrence brothers. I forgot about them. Lawrence Brothers of front there of horse sense and jumping ship fame. Yeah. <laughs> horse sense. Yes, horse sense. It's... That's when you gotta oh, go back and one. watch. Yeah, okay. you really gotta See, get Especially that. if you're feeling you, a little horny. Get in there. You two yeah. are be you're becoming experts. I think we hold on to I think the blockbusters, the, you know, the big ones, the big hitters. Of but course. you're horse criterion sense. girls and we're yes. ma- we're mainstream when it comes well, here, to comms. This but is actually remember. perfect. Yeah. This is perfect because I have a big confession and reveal to make in this moment being called uh an expert is and I, I I'm gonna say something so shocking but then I'm gonna go ahead and follow it up with an explanation I'm okay I'm scared I had never seen this movie all the way through before and what? and before you cast me out before you cast me out I I'm watching it you know I'm starting to watch it and I see so much of myself in the beginning of this movie because I too come from a family who wants nothing to do with Halloween, who thinks it's evil. I was not allowed to watch this movie when I was a kid. Oh my God. Really? 
Yeah. We, we got to unpack this a little. Yeah. So yeah, I come from yeah. a very <laughs> religious family. Halloween was a no-no. We were not going trick-or-treating. We were not Start doing anything. We would go to the local armory on Halloween. Oh, and we would go to a little event called Hallelujah Happening. And everyone had to like oh. dress as Bible characters. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah Happening. <laughs> oh, I, honestly, but this movie was made for you then. Incredible. It was made for you. It was like when it started, I was like, oh, I get this. I know this life. You I just know what your Debbie like. Reynolds to beam yes. down from the sky and be like, the reason why your parents are so reluctant to celebrate Halloween is because you are a witch. witch. I was yes. about to say, you're probably a warlock. I think I definitely am. It all, it feels right. Now, <laughs> be honest, how many times have I said that you are an actual witch? I mean, there is something here. Do you have deja vu a lot? Because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the only way that Kim J. Brown is. Uh, I get deja vu a lot and I'm, I'm always kind of seeing myself drawn in children's books, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> which don't look enough. anything like me. They don't look like me, but I know it is. I know it's me. <laughs> okay, wait, I have a question. Kate, yeah, when you please. say that he, he is a witch, what are the instances you've seen of this? Has anything oh. come to fruition? Have, has anything come true? Uh, yeah. We have a call drawn. Like, what <laughs> No. <laughs> I'll tell you the, and we've said this on the podcast before, but it's worth bearing, it bears repeating. So he will have a instinct about something and it will be kind of like out of left field and something, maybe it feels a little dramatic, you know, <laughs> where I'm okay. like, Jake, I don't think so. Like, let's tone it down. Maybe just a, t- a titch, <laughs> you know, I don't think that's going to come true. It always wow it always is right jake do you feel the same way i mean i i mean i have i've got a strong intuition i can't deny it i can't deny it a witch's intuition if you will i I accept my place in halloween town you know (laughs) i I feel like it it must have been a very healing viewing experience for you Mm. It really was, you know, there was so much, like I've seen bits and pieces of it just kind of throughout the year, but I, and I couldn't believe in the moment when I sat down to watch it and kind of realized like, wow, I've never seen this all the way through. And then I, you know, I was going through shame. I, I felt shame. I sure. felt, mm. I felt, you know, deep sadness for what could have been yeah. in my for childhood. For you. The, yeah. se- the but, seven stages of grief, I think. Yeah, you're going through, through watching Halloween 100%. Town. 100%. In an hour and 23 minutes, you know, I was. <laughs> is that how long the movie is? Anne and I rewatched it on Wednesday and we thought it was, I'm not kidding, two and a half. We're like, is it still going? This is what happens. This is real. You, you can't believe how long it feels. Every time I watch one of these movies, I'm like, oh my God. We're still yeah. going. And then We're at the end, going. it's like, oh. And then it's over. It's like it's two hours and then the climax is five seconds. Like, oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's also the resolution and the like, it, like I'm thinking even of a high school musical where it's like Sharpay is like, well, I lost. Love you, girl. Like this. <laughs> they wrap it up. They, they get into it really fast and then they wrap it up fast. And there's just a lot of rib meat we're working with. In the middle. A lot of yeah. twists and turns and a lot of romp moments. A lot of rib meat. Yeah, I think we, and obviously I'm sure we'll get into it. But like, I remember about like 60 minutes in is when they start, I think, putting together the pieces of the spell in real yeah. in real life. And it's like, well, that probably should have been 
most of the movie, but they do in a probably a 10 minute montage sequence. I can't wait to talk about that part. Yeah, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. We forgot to preface, we don't really have a structure here. So we just jump around as how we want to. So, uh, I mean, much like a a DCOM writer would. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) True to the experience. Yeah, absolutely. We're not worried about order. <laughs> We're not worried about it, quote, making sense. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. beautiful. It's we like don't want it to be it not. easy to follow. <laughs> you want it to be experimental. And I think yeah, that, exactly. that's admirable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that part was amazing. So they're trying to make a spell to light up an orb. <laughs> yeah, to, to light up like a Barbie flashlight. The, like, that uh, beautiful. <laughs> I, I believe it's is it called the ta- the talisman. Merlin. The talisman. Merlin's talisman. Merlin's talisman. Merlin's talisman. To stop. Yes, what's his name? Familiar, right? Wait. What's her, what's her name? What's her name? Gal Galgamor. Galgazar. Oh, hmm. Calabar. 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 Yes. Which, uh, I, I, okay. So the icon. also. <laughs> the Cal- legend. Are you saying Calabar meaning the mayor of the town? And no, yes. the, well, the, the dark evil the, the dark, the dark lord herself. <laughs> herself. Of course. Right. Wait, would that be what is so in- funny if Anne was like, wait, they're the same person? <laughs> <laughs> that I truly was like, I was like, wait, is he not? And here's okay. My here, Mike and I are, I'm I'm gonna share Mike and I's experience with the film, which is Please. Mike got, I'm gonna out you. Mike had a a, a, a treat of the edible variety. And I had my version of of an edible, which is um, three glasses of red wine. Incredible. And we, we are such film. parallels to each other. Just want to note that right now. Okay, which, which one of you are yeah, on the side wine? of um, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Caitlin, are you on? In, are you in the area where weed makes you violently paranoid? Because I am. I can't. I'm in the do place it. where I'm either feel like, oh, that's not much. You know, not much is happening, or I'm like, oh my god, I've left my body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> no longer can speak words, and I must put myself to bed immediately. Yep. <laughs> there was a moment where I was in the movie theater, just frozen in my seat. Mike was Mike was a frozen cobwebbed movie theater patron. <laughs> You were the grandma and the mom. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, really quickly. Can you still hear me yeah. if I do this? Because my headphone keeps falling out of my ear. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. going to do this like Brittany. You sound great. Um, amazing. Thank you. Um, okay. So we were, and we were watching it. And because it's so long, we're like, damn, this is taking a lot of, a lot of turns. And I did go back to make, because I'm a homework doer. I did go back and read the Wikipedia summary to make sure I was following. I couldn't follow a children's oh, film. No, 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 you can't follow these. Oh, no. I have so many these. questions. I have so many questions. Oh my God. The group Which <laughs> going, back to, going back to that spell, this is where I really got like <laughs> choked up on the whole thing. I mean, everything else, absolutely perfect. Got it. But then when we have to, Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> I already don't even have the words because make, 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 <laughs> make it make sense. Make it make sense for us. My God. Okay, so we're trying to get rid of this dark spirit in the like beginning of the movie. We're not sure what it is, but something's going on in the town that's turning people like evil, and then they disappear the next day, and we don't know what's happening. Right. So to combat that, Graham's is putting in <laughs> a witch's brew instant funny joke yeah, into funny. the microwave that says 
uh, toil, boil, and oh, brew. Yeah, bubble, or, bubble, bubble, we said, our favorite moment, the jaw drop moment of the movie. It's so we said creative. that the prop master it was so clever. pussy into that moment. <laughs> yes, the, nothing the prop, master, the prop master spent maybe seven hours, probably spent the entire budget on that microwave and then nothing for the costumes. Not, no, I, truly went to Party City. Yeah, and, literally. Yeah. Halloween, to, Halloween Express. I feel the same went way about Halloween the Halloween Town for the costumes. Yeah. When, when that little bat pops up from Calabar's desk. The, I can't, the puppet, bat puppet. Yes. the puppet, the full You know, puppet. there's just, there's just a poor PA under there, just like working the puppets trapped under like, this desk. I hate my fucking life. I hate. Well, I was <laughs> thinking about all the actors oh. who had to be in the worst masks of all time. The pumpkin heads? I cannot. The When they were in the gym the woman who was oh. leading the dance aerobics, I died at those costumes. I was like, what? <laughs> I would also like to flag to everyone because I, I did read the Wikipedia summary of this film, um, like it were my last will and testament. A plus. And the film was shot. I, I got massive Burbank vibes from the set. Like stars, I said, like, Ar- I said Arcadia, you said Alhambra. <laughs> but just like or I got you know like it looked like Gilmore Girls wasn't shooting for a week and they're like we can yeah, get yep. the set for cheap yeah, yeah, and yeah. just right. Halloween absolutely it. they shot the movie in Oregon fun fact and they shot it in the dead of June so these people what? I mean the unions I mean they the must unions. have been absolutely boiling these poor actors and I also oh. read that their budget got slashed from like 30 million down to 4 million that absolutely Wait, makes 30 sense. million they had that at first and so they had to keep like reusing extras so like it's like all the same people every time but in different masks oh my but does <laughs> that work make sense people. it totally yeah. like adds up that a budget was slashed here because <laughs> Wow. The budget I mean, was slashed the after they made the microwave. Like they made was, that yeah. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. and the prop master was like, I only have eleven dollars. Yeah. Like, it's like shit. The, the, the prop master was like, get the PA under the yeah. desk and make the puppeteer that fast. Yeah. We're the gonna make master, this work. He drew the line at the microwave. He's like, you can cut everything. You cannot cut my microwave. Yes. My baby. My yeah. baby. Or my I brooms. The brooms are also fantastic. They also look spray painted as all fuck, but I, I prefer those brooms over the Harry Potter brooms any day. Wow. That's so interesting. I had such an interesting, so the, the brooms I was so confused by because I've never seen brooms looking like that in like a, in a witch's sense. I know. You know, it's usually it's like- So modern, it's so a modern. bundle of sticks and you know, whatever. <laughs> and it was like, this just came right out the kitchen. You know, they like you're picking this up at Target on your way home from work. And then they spray also painted the, it different exactly. colors. The Elvis, this, first of all, this oh movie my God. was and a character actor's dream. Oh, I, it's so the Elvis, I can't. The Elvis impersonator, sla- and, and you can see that budget, truly, you can see the dollars falling to the Windling. ground. For the Elvis impersonator slash broom salesman, where they gave him oh. a wig and then only did his face makeup mm-hmm. to make him look kind of dead. End of list. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. There was that choice to be Elvis. I wanted the director who I who I again research. This director, you guys, is a close friend of David Lynch. This man dir- edited all of Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks. What? Excuse? Correct. And he directed the Thirteenth Year. I. I uh. 
my point is, Prolific. I think the director is absolutely wow. unhinged in the best way. And the director said to these actors, I'm sure they were close friends. He was like, go you have to go for it. You bring what you want to the stage and you leave go it ahead. all there. And they, and that Elvis impersonator, <laughs> this is the funny thing about Halloween town is that we're not dealing with just kind of your average everyday ghouls and goblins and ghosts <laughs> and whatnot. We're actually dealing with what anyone would be on Halloween, a princess, <gasps> like a mermaid, Elvis. A pin a p- a pin thank you, thank you, thank you, thank oh, you, thank you. Our- Who's my favorite character in this yes, movie? Of course, <laughs> best pin cushion, whatever. In she- cushion. I, her whole performance, my mouth, I mean, it was only 20 seconds long, but mouth agape. Yeah. Like, what a gift this woman coming in here. Like, do you remember those like Barbies that would spin up and fly away, yes. like off their pedestal? Like, that's like yes. how she enters the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, I'm sorry, the, the pincushion woman was Calabar's secretary, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, presumably, yes. Okay, oh. my question is, is like, why a pincushion and why not like just a, a woman, like almost like a, a, a humanoid desk, you know, with right. like, like a, a pad of paper, a pencil. Exactly, a ruler. There was a lot we could choose from, but a pincushion. Well, we so had that, to use I, what was available to us at the costume store. Can I, can I tell you my favorite character? Please. Okay, I'm forgetting her name. I think I have it written. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I really okay. need you guys to have the... <laughs> we need the name. I got obviously. it. Yeah. Harriet. When Harriet comes and bumps <laughs> yeah. in to Graham's off the bus. Oh, Harriet. And has a full monologue. <laughs> about the headless well, shelter. I've been, shelter yeah. Oh, did you just get off the bus? Well, I, I've been volunteering at the headless shelter and I baked some cookies, but they couldn't eat it, of course, because they're headless. <laughs> and then later when we see Ugh. her and she's gone evil, I was like <laughs> shocked by what Shrieking. my eyes saw. But you know that oh, yeah, she, they also so did this happy. Like, so she did happy. this slow mo this kind of she goes like and Mike and I were like me every morning yeah. like it's such a memeable it's a very memeable <laughs> gifable moment. But that actress got to play both sides. She got to be the perky, nosy mm-hmm. neighbor, and then yeah. she also got to play monster. To four her agent was like <laughs> her agent was like disgusting. boy do I have a role for you it's like juicy. you are going to have the time of your L. In Don't say I never do anything for you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also really love the werewolf hairdresser who kind of yes. looks like Matthew Lillard as Anne and I discussed. Oh my God. We watched it. Uh, oh, we th- oh I had God. to look up. I was like, did Matthew Lillard do this movie? It's not him, but, um, it's great to see. I would assume. Honey, it's looking great. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is like finally some queers on our screen. Yeah. <laughs> Just this is going to so. give you beautiful s- split ends. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, all the lines, and I mean, this is a clever movie. In the way I kind of felt about Don't Look Under the Bed, where I was like, this world is fun. Yes. You know, I did feel like, oh, this is, it's clever. Like the the kind of jokes that they're making and the references they're making, it's fun. I had a good time watching this movie. It's a romp. Absolutely. It's Shakespeare. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Move over, Bill. I think Caitlin was like beginning to talk about this, but I, I'd love someone to walk me through because again, I oh, had right. three glasses of Trader Joe's Cab Sav. Mm. So, okay. And I, and I did, I couldn't. Trader even... Joe's Reserve, what are we dealing with? 
<laughs> oh, uh, a, I follow a man on TikTok who is a psalm and he reviews Trader Joe's wines and I buy them, the ones he tells oh, me. Oh my God, to. what was it? That, is, it's called, that is such an angle. Wow. It's literally called, I think it's called <laughs> La Sonierente. It's Italian. I've had it. I know. It's great. <laughs> With it's the little, great. um, a squiggle. Like, yeah. I got you. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Anyway, I, I had my, and I couldn't even figure out, even after reading the Wikipedia summary. So, okay. And spoiler alert for those <laughs> Calabar, Calabar is taking people, taking Halloween Town people, and note he can really. I get I, he's he's taking Halloween Town people, and right. he's like he's kind of like infecting them with something, or like you know he's taken their souls, and they have like kind of a latency period where they become feral, or like you know they they're, they're, they're they they don't really like they don't really classify like they're you know they're not eat, they don't really seem to be harming people like you know the woman right. her, her friend at the headless shelter like it's not like she attacked her she just literally went at she's her just like a ugly cat. and scary yeah. exactly <laughs> um and so he puts them in this movie theater and they gather dust and they're they're frozen in space <laughs> yeah. watching kind of nothing mm -hmm. it, what is the point mm -hmm. do the bodies mm. do they power the movie theater do, like did they make do, is Calabar taking their energy does he get their power from them like I feel right. like I missed that and I'd love for you guys to explain well Michael so. I, I was listening yeah, even like though I was know. very high Calabar did say they were going to be frozen in the movie theater until he needs them that's his answer oh. for what? because that. he's trying to get back <laughs> into the mortal world how it was back in the whatever century 16th century right. or something before they split off, which may I make a quick note that this is a lame deal. So all of the creatures and the witches and all everything who are Halloween-esque, they get a town and everyone else gets the world. Yeah, so yeah, mortals, get, right. mortals get the entire world and anyone who's not a mortal gets Halloween town. I can't like, believe more people aren't talking about this. This is honestly so fucked up. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, I was upset. I was like, should they? be able to go back in i feel like that's a good ask but but what had what was going on back in the whatever century was that mortals were scared of the creatures and trying to kill them and then that was making the creatures angry and horrible and then they were like killing the humans so they had to separate so they could live suburban lives that's what I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. if i saw if i saw a human man with a pumpkin head walking down the street i would be scared too i'd be terrified <laughs> no, i'd be fine i oh would be gosh. fine Anne is like, like outing herself as a, yeah, as a witch hunter <laughs> Anne's a witch hunter. not a not a witch hunter what what how would you classify the halloween town creature that is a human body and a pumpkin <laughs> head. Is there filling in the head? Is it just can you put a candle in it? What and they like to go by the pumpkin. They, they prefer the term pumpkin head. It's yeah, as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. This is Why like kind of not shocking hard. right now. It's not hard. <laughs> Whatever. I guess I'm just on the wrong side of history. With <laughs> <laughs> is Halloween Town is Halloween Town trying to say that? really humans, the mortal humans are the monsters here? Because we're the so. ones who siloed them into this town somewhere yeah. in another magical universe. It feels like we, we, were didn't, afraid. we didn't do that though. I feel like they were like, they did that to themselves. They did. Mm. We all but had because a of our, we Because all had of our fear. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really 
there's two sides to every story and I have to remember that. Okay, so back a million years, I just need to keep going through this sphere situation because I really want to make more sense of this. So (laughs) Merlin's talisman. Merlin's talisman. Merlin's copyright. So all we have to do to eradicate this evil is to put a witch's brew in there, but Mm -hmm. the the instant wasn't strong enough. The instant brew. So they never is. It never. (laughs) I always say that. Don't microwave things. It takes all the nutrients out. We all know that. I mean, come on. So, so then they have to make the real brew, which then sends Kim J. Brown, the brother, and Sophie, the cutest little kid I've ever seen in a Disney movie. Am oh, I right? Really, I had a very opposite reaction to oh, Sophie. I, oh, I found I find the Disney little siblings and the mean brothers. Like maybe I'm an only child. I am an only child, viscerally <laughs> annoying. I can't. Well, usually I'm like, cannot handle it, but I thought Sophie was sweet. Oh, Sophie's I would, sweet. Thank I you. I found her to be a little scary. <laughs> like a little dead in the eyes or something. She, the, the vacancy in those <laughs> eyes was troubling you know and she was she was yeah. feeling things before they're having i was like oh, no, it's true. at the like, beginning when she's looking out the window and she's like someone's coming <laughs> like, oh, nothing happening it's like oh. so ominous yeah and she's so simple-minded at one point she's like are you making chowder she's i warm. like chowder <laughs> <laughs> what a specific like yeah. chowder of it all right and- i know like She's excited. She's like, I like chowder. (laughs) Well, I guess they are in the Pacific Northwest. Is is chowder common fare in Oregon? I I don't know. I thought that was in more of an East Coast. It's East Coast. Fair. Yeah. Right. So then we're going around and we have to get, okay, let let me see if I can remember. We have to get the tooth of a vampire, right? The fang of a vampire. We have Mm -hmm. to get the sweat of a ghost. Famous. These set pieces are so oh, far. <laughs> a fat phobic scene we'll never yeah, forget. Very, very well, much so. Yeah. And what troublesome. was the other thing they had to get? Oh, the, the hair of a werewolf. Yeah. The hair of a uh, fag <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> faggy werewolf. A faggy werewolf. <laughs> oh my God. And so the way they do this, which I'm like, in this town, we don't have this shit bottled up. We can't go to a weird grocery store and like oh, buy hair a of a werewolf. Mm. What? I didn't even think about that. Like they've got to have that stuff on tap. That That's a, a massive, I'd say, plot hole that the Disney execs clearly it just flew over their head. That yeah. I feel like that makes total sense that there's usually like, you know, in the Harry Potter universe, there's, you know, in all of vendors, yes. there's a witch, there's a witch supply store. There's a, a witch arowan for witches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. yeah, even in the, even in the human world, we have hair stores. So I exactly. think Halloween right. Town could easily have one too. Right. Well, I think we have found something here. Like, I think we need to get ourselves to Halloween Town and get Open into business up. together because there's a market. That's money right there. My God, they need an air wand. I think Halloween Town needs an air wand. (laughs) Amazing. So, but then the way they would get this stuff is so crazy. So they have to distract the vampire to like get the razor and shave off some of his hair, which I was like, wow, that's deep. To mess with someone's like- Yeah, they could have hurt him. They really could have. They took a big chunk. Big chunk. That was not a snip. That wasn't little scissors at the end of the hair. They went for the scalp. 
Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were, were going for blood. They, scal- they scalped that werewolf. <laughs> That's a hate crime. Uh, they really took, you know, wig snatching a little too literally. Uh, oh, they were like oh, really oh, trying, like, oh. how can we, like, how can we get in with this gay guy? <laughs> and no, then, the whole yeah, thing is so crazy. No, it's just like none of it makes wild. sense. And I don't get like, okay, why could he freeze mom and grandma? but they didn't need to be turned bad. And then uh, this this thing has to be put into the pumpkin and that makes everything better, but then yeah. we also need a spell. We, we got to unpack the mayor. I think there's a lot to unpack Yeah, the and, and I have to ask the question before we do that of, if we can't see the mayor in his evil form, if he can't see the sunlight, how is he then in mayor form just out and about in the town? I think that's the beauty of a Disney magic movie yes, is you exactly. say magic. Yep. <laughs> also, okay, one thing, so in terms of the mayor and unpacking the mayor, the kind of like incel energy of him wanting to enact revenge on their mom for not agreeing mm, exactly. to go. I, and you know, I think it is an incredible theme Dangerous. across film and television, Mare of East Town, Big Little Lies, The Undoing, Halloween Town, how, how much pain do men have to cause? Yeah, all, yeah all same family. Um, how, how much pain do, you know, straight men have to cause um, mm. because they were wronged Come on. By, a, by a woman in their life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because that yeah. seems like his entire motivation. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah, butthurt. Yeah. <laughs> great phrase, by the way. I haven't said that in a minute. No, he is the mayor. And what do you think his true form is then? Is his true form the monster or is his true form a person? I think I might have the answer to this one, Jake. Thank God. So if I'm analyzing, if I'm analyzing. She raised her hand like a little honor student. Look at that. Because it, you know, uh, the energy of of this right now is taking me back to college when, you know, you do your reading when you were really tired and you'd be like, (laughs) that sounds right. And then and and you'd be like, because, you know, you were getting, you were getting scored by the TA on how many times you chimed in and she brings up one thing and you're like, I can stick the landing on this answer and then I'll be home free. So here's what I got for you. So if we are following the rules of this universe, and this is something I had also wanted to bring up, which is the love interest, the teen love interest who turns out to be a goblin, but there's a a little lesson in vanity where, uh, yes, truly. The young thug, Luke, the thug. The young thug, Luke in the words of Debbie Reynolds, um, (laughs) what's her name? Um, Debbie Reynolds. Agatha, Agatha, in the words of Agatha, in the words of Debbie Reynolds. um, (laughs) May we always say that. Yes. My guess is because Luke was in cahoots with Calabar, Calabar has some sort of power where he's able to change their appearances to to the people of Halloween Town. And as soon as his power lapsed and maybe that's what it was maybe he was sucking the life out of all of these frozen people in the movie theater to basically oh. keep him and luke in glam you know to basically have a permanent filter on would be my they guess. needed but, it they needed it but here's i'm I, not to be devil's advocate in but because gwen the mother um mm. 
we which we haven't we haven't gotten to the mother yet. No, I don't know. The I rounded part say. of the Cromwell family, um, the religious one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she knew him growing up, so that makes me wonder: Did he become this evil sort of powerful mm. being out of My, grief? What or an sorrow? interesting and good take. Yes. I almost maybe? thought that maybe that drove him into this, you know, okay. ugly, powerful form. What if something happened between them that caused him to become this monstrous figure? And maybe it's not just that she didn't want to be with him, but that like she helped cause something horrific happened to him and then she bounced. But maybe that's they, why she doesn't want to go back. But then they see each other and they're like, oh, you're the mayor. <laughs> Hand so raised again, I have yeah. another take. I yeah, 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 take. yeah. She wasn't. <laughs> from what it sounded like from the, you know, the coding in the in the beautifully written dialogue, what it sounded like was that she wasn't exactly ready to jump his bones in high school. Mm -hmm. She had the energy that you have when you go back to your hometown and the absolute weirdo who you went to high school with is hot as hell now. So mm. he thinks that maybe in high school. Or we in high in 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 which academy? He was in <laughs> Halloween Town Hogwarts. High. Yeah, Halloween. I'm, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm not okay. referencing the correct names in the in canon. <laughs> he he was maybe kind of a loser, right? In cell energy, and he vowed to get hot and powerful to mm. win this girl back. Mm. And maybe part of the thing is like, while you are hot, you also at night turn into this horrible like bandage man Ooh, that, that was weird. that was his that was like a very ursula little mm, mermaid yeah. story Origin, it's his joker that mm, his, yeah. joker. Joker. his joker joker <laughs> i want to be from joker. harry potter as well a little bit i mean not that he gives up something but that energy of him being like obsessed with lily and then going with Voldemort well, and yeah. then coming well, back and this this then brings me to my next question which is how are they the same age maybe they're not but like Gwen looks about the same age as Calabar in his mayor form, but she left to go to the human world and Calabar stayed in Halloween Town where okay. time works sometimes like two days is two minutes or two I weeks. I have a question. That. I've got a question too. I've got a question too. I've got a question too. Is it like too. interstellar where on one yes, planet it's been exactly. four years? Yes, literally. Yeah, I think it must be. And it's not interstellar. Vacation. I think that's just space <laughs> yeah. in general. So I want to know how old the mom is. Thank you. Because... They at one point say that Agatha has lived in that house for 200 years. I know. So either yeah. the mom is also very old or Agatha had this child at about like what, 140? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, that's my question is, it seems as if the grandma is immortal as a witch yeah. would be. Now, does that mean that the mom is immortal? Or if you give up being a witch, do you give up your immortality? I think, mm. Well, I think if you leave Halloween town, time slows down. Mm. Again, it's like time goes back to normal. Like in Halloween town, time works differently. So you age differently is what I right. gathered. That makes but sense. But it could just be they're immortal too. That Let's makes sense. That. Mm. Well, because yeah. she does say about the witch's brew, like, oh, this is a, this is a recipe I came up with in the 16th century or whatever. Okay. So, so she's been around. 
a while I ago. feel like a lot of liberties were taken for yes. them to make fun jokes, like being like, I came up with this witch's brew when I was a young buck of 110 years old. And it's like, <laughs> honey, screenwriter, that's going to really mess with our yeah. logic and our trust in you yeah. in telling this story. <laughs> we don't know where we're going anymore. See, they didn't even know that podcasts would exist when they wrote this script. They didn't know we would be discussing and unpacking the, unpacking the, the nuance, the science, the science and logic <laughs> in Halloween. Yeah. You know, it's like, that Twitter joke format where it's like, if you gave, you know, if you, if you showed this or gave this to a Victorian child, they die. <laughs> you gave the screenwriter and director of, of a Halloween town, this podcast, they would, they, their mind wouldn't even be able to fathom what was happening. No, they'd, they would, they'd have to see themselves right out of Hollywood. <laughs> they'd be exactly. like, I wrote that out. absolutely blackout. I don't even remember. <laughs> <Yeah. plot." laughs> like, what? Oh, we were supposed to have a plot. <laughs> oh, I was just throwing fun things in there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. You guys, no, the movie. mom, though, the mom, though, the mom, though. I, she was such an interesting character because she was never doing anything. Like every time, like if I spoke to my parents <gasps> the way that Marnie speaks to her mother. <gasps> Week. I would not be here to tell the tale. <laughs> like you would not be allowed at the Hallelujah. Wait, hallelujah they wouldn't let you. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would not be going as a lion from the lion's den. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> a lion is a technically could be from the the Wizard of Oz, the Lion King. I know. King, were you no, telling yourself this is a costume? Yeah. Can I this pause is, yeah, this really quick, Jake? <laughs> were there many years of this? Because if there were, I am going to need to know every single costume that was worn. That's the only costume I remember is the okay. lion, like being from Lion Daniel from the, the. Is Daniel in the Lion's Den? Daniel yeah. in the Lion's Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So sorry, I can't remember anything. No, else. that's okay. That's that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I had a lion's mask. And I wore glasses at the time, so I had to like cut holes into the lion's mask so that I could wear Jake. my glasses on top of it. You are God's sweetest oh, creature. That's you are tough. God's sweetest creature. That is so I, cute. I am trying to remember because the mom, the three kids go missing and the mom, mm. I think her first assumption is to go to Halloween Town, yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, she goes, yeah. mother. <laughs> That's an incredible line reading for the reason. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're cast, honey. Right. You're going to be the mother to three beautiful older teenagers. I'm sure you guys have already discussed this because, I mean, you have a DCOM podcast, but it is absolutely shocking how DCOMs cannot exist. They, they need two things as fuel. They need, number one, a single parent without mm. fail be yes. it death, be it divorce, be it absentee, single parent without fail. Absolutely. Number two, it needs to be a child with a strong will to mm. overtake their parents' authority. Mm -hmm. A parent who needs to learn to loosen up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely Otherwise, right. it, it happens in every movie. Well, Here, it's their foil. It, exactly. Yeah. And every every child has that manifest destiny. It's 13th year high school musical. It's all of them. They all have like, I have something greater within me yes. that yes. I must Which, achieve, but I don't know what it is yet. And yes. we, we're, we wonder why millennials are all fucked up. Duh. Exactly. Because we're I mean, like, such I like a fantasy. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the something fantasy better. when you're a kid. Like it's wish fulfillment yes. on screen to see like, oh, like, the kids are in charge and the adults know nothing. And they <laughs> will always come around. 
if you press them hard enough and you're passionate enough and you go save something, your parents are coming on board with you. Not exactly. Exactly. And now maybe this is the reason why parents didn't want their kids watching Disney Channel. <laughs> because yeah, because it, it created monsters, like disrespectful, <laughs> authority-challenging <laughs> monsters. Thousands well, of multi-hyphenates. Yeah, I mean, look at us now. Look at us. Look at, look at us now. A decom podcast in your 30s? It's disgusting. <laughs> manifest us. This is our manifest us. <laughs> I will be a podcaster, mom. Mom. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Wait. Okay. I did just see a trailer for the newest decom, which is about a girl becoming a DJ. I think against what? her parents' wishes. <gasps> okay. Love that. It's Amazing. called Spin. Jake, we are going to have to like at the end of our a bazillion seasons that we have, because, you know, we're only going through like 2000. Six. Six. But ish. we're ish with a couple <laughs> exceptions. But we're gonna yeah. have to go through and just see like what the kids are seeing these yeah. days with fresh like I, eyes. I've never gotten my eye on a teen beach movie or anything mm. like that. So that's past that's past my time too. And I don't know if you yeah. watch Teen Beach movie. No, I, I do follow on TikTok the Pride House. And the Pride House mm. is like one a TikTok house, but it is LGBTQ plus members specifically in this house. That's where Jojo Siwa came out is at the Pride oh, House. They did a dance to Paramore's Ain't It Fun. And the Pride House truly wow. seems to be like an island of the lost souls who were dancers and secondary characters in in, in 2010 DCOM. So oh. the star of Teen Beach movie, the, the blonde oh. boy with the swoopy yes. hair. Yes, he looks like Zac Efron. Yes, exactly. Yes, and yes, I also yes. think I saw a TikTok in like a fan cam of his wedding recently. Yeah, he just got anyway, married. What I'm trying to say Everyone is my mind has, has absolutely You're like, I've never seen this movie. I know nothing about it. And he just got married. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing about my relationship with Wikipedia is that you don't have to see anything. Honey. No. You read that Wikipedia summary. You go down a Wikipedia so rabbit hole, a Twitter rabbit hole, TikTok, Instagram rabbit hole. You know everything you need to know. You, you know, know more than if you watch the movie. Actually. Absolutely yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely I think true. So. Watching movies is a fool's errand in these times. I think so too. I think it's more business minded <laughs> to watch to read the Wikipedia summary. Oh, I love it. Time. I love it. Yeah. Time. Time is money. Honestly. Is. Okay. So with the mom, yes. can I just can I just throw something out there that I'm I'm Please. forming as I say it? Yes. Please. You know how parents who let's say that you're super religious or whatever, your kids are going to rebel against that. Or you're super like loosey goosey and your kid's going to try and find structure. The Mm. mom obviously wants her kids to be in this mortal world that she, the dead father was a part of, you know, where she, they decided to raise the kids, which is very bewitched by the way. It felt very very Samantha and what's his name who I can't stand in that show, but Darren. Darren, thank you. The worst TV husband of all time. The most iconic. And there are some bad ones. <laughs> Famously, some bad TV husbands. Yeah, and he yeah, is really the are. worst. The worst. But so she's she's like committed to living this mortal life, and she doesn't want her kids to know that they have powers. Now, why would going out on Halloween elicit anything? Like she, they're not mm. going to Halloween town. They're not going out with people who have other powers. Wouldn't that be like an easy way to kind of satiate your daughter who's 
actually like ruining your life with all her questions and bullshit and who is obsessed with quote yes. weird things yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which those two friends in the beginning oh yeah, yeah I, com- I forgot about them until just it now. is it is nice to know marnie has friends i was worried <laughs> Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, she has an insufferable. I I hate oh, everyone in this incredible. movie except for Debbie yes. Reynolds. Oh, she, it, 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 this is a vehicle for Debbie you. Reynolds. I'm sorry, absolutely. but Kimberly J. Brown, who I would absolutely love to get on this podcast, is insufferable. To watch I'm sure you movie. can book her. It's... I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure we, could. we can't let her. For some reason, to this, her like we could get her. <laughs> you. I think you. Well, no. I mean, so in my again research vibes. I went down the list of the characters to see if they've done anything else recently. And well, I actually, the mom working. is the only kind of working actress right now. She's been is in she every was, TV show ever. She was she April has. O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh. Yes. And now Which she's on The Magicians <laughs> or something. But there was a That's very sad little, there was a sad, uh, there's two things that kind of made me be like, oh, which is number one, the um the the teen love interest who was the goblin the goblin luke um luke like did you know two more things never acted again but he said he it's like in his like personal life section would i mean the wikipedia summary is like five inches deep he said well if everyone got together i'd do a reboot again and i'm like oh and then kimberly j brown i have seen her float across my tiktok but i also saw on her wikipedia page that she has an Etsy store of Halloween town themed offerings. Yes, I mean, um, th- this 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 path can ruin your life for the rest of your life if you go to, I, if you become a DCOM star or a Disney has, Channel star. I was in a comedy class a hundred years ago when I was still lived in Chicago. And how many classes have you taken? Or another stand up class? This was an improv class. He has oh, a different masters. And- a different, yeah, I do. Yeah, actually, I spent thousands of dollars on comedy classes. Oh, so. that's not a joke. Really I don't cool. think I don't think I could count how many comedy classes I've taken in my life. That's real. I oh, yeah. I've taken. I, when I thought yes. you were saying you'd taken another stand-up class, which I think no, 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 no. I took a ton of improv classes. I mean, I sold my soul to Iowa, Chicago, and UCB. Oh, yeah, you get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was saying it was a. Oh my God, we're all from somewhere different and that's so beautiful. <laughs> Two worlds, one family. Uh, but I had a teacher say, well, she was like, never take a job for Disney Channel. She was like, it will tank your career. Yeah. And yeah. I've always really listened to that. And it's true. And Jake has had to like deny a lot of jobs. Oh that. yeah. They're constantly offering me roles. Stop. I can't. I can't be the gay uncle. But they're going to respect you when you say no. That's what that's what you don't realize. They're actually you know, will actually respect you for not playing into their game. It's a test and, when they offer you a role. And we <laughs> yeah. talked about we talked about this. Christy Carlson Romano is releasing mm. like a lot of D- Disney Channel stuff right now because Michael? I think she's really she's really sad. Wait, Have okay, wait, wait, wait. you seen her YouTube? Yeah, okay. I haven't seen it, but I've seen screenshots I've seen of the titles of the videos, and I think that's enough. There's the one new- where she's talking. Oh. There's a new, there's a couple new ones that just came out. This, it'll be a little dated because this is coming out like in a month, but she just released two new videos. One is, and I watched this in its entirety. It was 11 minutes long. Her walking through a park and the title is how Katy Perry stole my record deal. (gasps) And then, and then there's a new one that I haven't watched yet because I'm too scared. And then my my 9-11 experience no 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 <laughs> and to release it on 
around the 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 20th anniversary <laughs> mm -hmm. it's tough it's really tough it's and um she is the move she's the thirstiest person i've ever ever but experienced I think disney trains you to do that they train mm -hmm. you to thirst they really do it's, it's a it's a dangerous machine that is there, so dark there's one video where i think it was titled like why Shia LaBeouf and I don't talk anymore. Yep. And like, it, it's mm -hmm. all about the buzzy headline because then the video is like, well, we just don't really keep in touch anymore. But Oh, that's so disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's like what the Katy Perry video was. She's like, I yeah. love Katy Perry. She just happened to like exist at the same time that I did and wanted a record. And we both what have brown <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to release a video how like Jennifer Lawrence stole my career or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're around the same age and I could have. Yeah. in a different universe had uh, that career but had i, I put in the yeah. work that she did and had the hustle that she did it should it could have been me if i was as talented <laughs> and was in the same spots that she was in when she got those deals i also could have maybe done it so but here's the thing i think there could be an even stevens reboot for christy cross romano where she's now the Ooh. mom do you know what i mean there could be yeah. there's a future for her where she can age into a disney parent she, and then I, think I think she, she needs it she should be a disney parent yes yeah, she yes. needs it. She needs I it. I mean, it writes itself. Yeah. She it writes is itself. a mom to a, ram a rambunctious child. And the only person that she can call in to save the day is even Stevens. But let me guess, even Stevens, he's lost the joy in his life. He's lost the mischievousness. He's a corporate lawyer mm. in Northern oh. California. He's lost oh. sight of who he is. And he needs to come this... back and he sees himself in his nephew. And obviously Thank recast because wow. I won't do that. But yeah. Yeah. perfect yeah. story. Recast. Perfect or story. we've killed Shia. Yeah, I think, <laughs> we, kill him. I think we kill him. And, and then the nephew is like- and we see I, it. He, the nephew sees all of this old footage of his uncle, even Steven. I and then, then he, and yeah, then the he tries to emulate his life. The nephew discovered his dead body and it's really yeah, 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 yeah. trauma. Nephew wow. kills his uncle. <gasps> and On takes an over. accident, or was it? Or was it? <laughs> I love it. This is like a gritty mini, like limited series. Chris, she's, and Chrissy Carlson Romano is a detective. She's actually a detective. <laughs> yeah. Chrissy Carlson Romano is playing it exactly, because it is going to, they think it's going to be gritty, but it's also Disney sitcom. So she's going to be playing exactly like the flight attendant. How exactly. <laughs> yes, Kelly, like, she'll, she'll be in a different whatever. show than everybody else, but exactly. Somehow, uh, she'll be Jane very Kaylee Disney mom, but like we're dealing with a murder, you know. <laughs> and she's trying to protect her son, but she's she's doing like the you know, sitcom lilt, <laughs> and we're like, what. What's happening? Okay, I'm expecting a call from Disney at any moment to greenlight this scene. Yeah, and you're gonna have to take the helm on that because that was that was masterful. Mm -hmm. I'm actually like, I'm really gonna impressed. be honest. It makes it uh, when it, when there are these kinds of things. Thank you so much. First of all, of course, when it comes to a decom, when it comes to something so easy and formulaic and cut and dry, the spinoffs fall oh. right into my head mm. from God, from the good Lord above. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I just, it's easy. You're and simply I, a I, vessel. I, yeah. I'm simply a vessel. <laughs> now, that's Anne and I often like to call ourselves like commercial machines. We do really see the world, I think, in franchises yeah. <laughs> and spinoffs. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I'm that's the artist. Artist. Honestly, I mean, being look, an artist I, is overrated. Thank but. you, Jake. I was just going <laughs> to say, when I was in Chicago and everyone was all like up 
everyone's butt who did like alternative comedy. And I was like, I want to sell a broom and I want to make money. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I just want to do this as like a living and it's not above me, you know, like, like uh, go have fun in your dungeon. Yeah, your you know, midnight basement. Your midnight show. basement bullshit with the molds <laughs> and the whatever. Like, have a good time. I would actually like to like profit. So I'm not mad at that for you two. You know, it's like uh, go where the money's going and then make enough money to do your weird basement show. You know that I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. And also, Absolutely. it's like not to bring up another. Uh, you know, I'd say a sister, a sister of the of the Disney decom canon, and I think they were kind of kicking themselves, but I don't think legally they could do it. He's all that. Um, the most violent product placement in any film. See, I'm sure Mike, Mike, and I saw it. Mike, have you seen it? I'm literally, literally lying. I fell asleep. <laughs> I haven't gotten my eyes is, on it yet. I'm, this is not a spoiler, but it is some of the most egregious and violent product placement I've ever seen in my life. And I literally was cheering. I was like, get yep. that coin, secure <laughs> your bag. This Absolutely. is beautiful work. Beautiful, beautiful work. Well, and it's camp. I, I think it's camp to do it that egregiously. Like, that's funny exactly. to me. It's like it's like Josie and the Pussycats. Absolutely. Yes. So yes. commercial that it, it becomes art house camp. Yes, 100%, yes. 100%. Yes. 100%. yes. I, I have a friend who all. like, I have a friend who works at a company that places products into movies. Like that's their whole thing. They have like a warehouse full of like <gasps> Eggo waffles up. and Skittles and M&Ms, Shut all the companies they work up. with. And they literally like go around and like pitch their products to like place them into shows. Like they put Eggos into Stranger Things. And like Eggos I don't think was really culturally relevant before that, at least for a <sighs> moment. It can't change. It can change the game. It can change the game. You know, and this is why television and movie, like the magic of it, the fun of it, the 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 wild ride of all of it. It's like we don't know. Everyone's working for something. Absolutely. (laughs) No true. I love that. I love no product placements in Halloween towns. No, there was not. There was not anything recognizable happening in Halloween. Yeah, bumped their budget up a little bit. Yeah, he could have done a Kit Kat Party in the candy. He would have been like done a kill, made a killing as because the costumes were Party City costumes. I know. Essentially, well, Absolutely. here's the thing: they, I, the costumes are really something to behold. But they needed a bigger budget to get the yes. actual costumes they needed because when Grandma comes with the costumes. And they, they put all their clothes on. Okay, this was so, I could not make sense of this and please help me out. <laughs> Marnie puts on a princess costume, no? It's like princess clothes, kind of like a dress. Would you even call it princess clothes? I don't. But then she, puts on, she says, she says, I'm a Wiccan. Yeah. I was like, I don't know that, that those are Wiccan clothes. And then the brother puts on this kind of like horned monster costume and says, I'm a big pimple. <laughs> I wrote that down. My edibles must have hit because I don't even know any of these costumes. I, Mike, I'm also like, what? Yeah. This was in the very beginning when Agatha like shows up in like out of her Mary Poppins bags. Oh. Like, I've oh, got yeah. costumes for you all. 
And Mike it's and like, I cast each other as Mike is the tote bag and I am Devin <laughs> Yeah, The faithful puppy like tote bag. The tote, the tote had a life of its own. It would scoot about. It would, it was up to its own tricks off camp. Scoot, scoot about. <laughs> scoot it was about. very uncertain about getting off the bus. Like, I don't know about this bags. Uh, I thought it was cute. The pervy skeleton. I'm just, I, that's a curveball. I know it's a twist. Oh, go. No, oh, yes. We just have it. to talk about the, the, the pervy skeleton. No, he's just, the way I, I think the technology wasn't there yet for them to really have, I think, a masterful puppet. The technology wasn't there for any part of no, <laughs> But I think the nature of how, I guess, the, the contraption in the puppet worked, his face was always just doing the most creepy sort of eyebrow movement almost hitting on these kids when he's just saying was, lines to them i'm actually I'm can't even watch flirting. you because you're doing it exactly right well and i mean yeah it's just, mike you really are and i would compare it to the week after i got botox and was adjusting to not being able to move my forehead properly because that's what was happening and now if you see me on cam i don't <laughs> <laughs> that's hollywood honey honey this is so big I'm sorry to bring it back to the pervy skeleton. No, please. I was curious why, because he he turns. He turns at later when he tries to kidnap them to take them to Calabar. I'm curious, whose side is he on? Is he just looking out for himself? Is he kind of just a lone wolf who has his own interests at heart? I'm just, I didn't understand why he was trying to help Calabar. Yeah. like I thought that Calabar turned him. Is that wrong? Oh, maybe I just I thought that was any his different. evil moment. Well, right. he was kind right. of acting the same. And it's interesting that's because right. like when other people are turned, Harriet, for example, <laughs> yes, she's kind of, of like in a she, she's speechless. <sighs> she's yeah, not exactly. like she's not communicating. She's feral. You know, he's rabid. You're right. Yeah, he was very much the same that he was before. Oh, this it's is just really interesting. Hole. It's just a plot hole. I'm just. A plot hole in a movie that is a piece of Swiss cheese. (laughs) It's just one hole. (laughs) It's a sinkhole. Sinkhole of a movie. No, that was, yeah, I really found it funny. I was like doing some of my own research and I was like looking at lists of like 20 things you'll never believe about the set of Halloween Town. And like on every, every single list was like the skeleton was actually animatronic and there wasn't someone in there. I was like, yeah. Babe, we know. Yeah, like obviously Uh. there was not someone in there. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) no, the skeleton hilarious when they're riding the broom the graphics hilarious like Delish. what are we doing I, when they're on the I bus as well <laughs> i love a green screen romp where it's so fake and so there's fake. just you know there's just three giant fans in front of them that's just yeah. blowing gusts of wind yes. in their face yes. and some and pa just, just yeah some pa tilting the broom for them <laughs> Do you think as Debbie Reynolds, who was in Singing in the Rain, was being <laughs> an tilted? Icon, an absolute an icon. icon. She was, as a production assistant, was tugging ropes to tilt her broom. I can't. Oh, do you think she had a moment where, you know, was she, do you think she was happy to be there? She enjoyed the magic of filmmaking, no matter how um, inexpensive it was. Do you think she was <laughs> sharing quips on set with people about her time as a classic I actress? Do. What do you think? I think she was happy for the paycheck, especially back then. And she was like, I got a role. 
I'm oh, yeah. 55, 60. I don't want to age her. I, but... I, I think a little. Maybe 60. I think she's such a, a, a woman of show business she's that even if she didn't want to be there, she is like, she's there. Yes. She's in it. And I feel I like she was probably I don't the think one she turns who, like, down her role. No. And I think she was probably the one in the morning where like, you know, the PA who controlled the the bat puppet in Calabar's desk was looking <laughs> glum and she grabbed him by the shoulder and turned to everyone on set and said, all the world is staged. You know, yep. <laughs> she was the one in the morning, like kind of doing it. Like she was doing the thing that the senior in every high school theater production did of being like, guys, I'm sensing a weird attitude. Like, can we circle up? Yeah. And like, you know, she was the one who she was really taking on a directorial role. She, she was. Yeah. She was looking at everyone in the eye and going, hey, we are so lucky to get to do this. To be yes. a part of the magic of filmmaking is a blessing and an honor. We all and need to remember end, that. At the end of filming, you know, she would turn to that PA and she said, now you get on the broom and I'll pull the ropes. Give you your yes, money. Yes. Yes. She gave exactly. everyone a present. Every single person, cast, crew, like working the food station, like oh, a sure. little broom. You know, just as a um, remembrance of the time yeah. they all shared together. She, she definitely thought she knew everyone's name. I think she called everyone by name, but got them all wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, love, I love her. I love her so much. But that was like, I'm sure it was the same. I, I've, I've seen Singing in the Rain, of course. But like Debbie Reynolds, like that is, I think of Halloween Town. I do think of like, that was my first introduction to Debbie mm. Reynolds. For me, she, it was like her grandma. great. So, oh, my gosh, oh yeah. Incredible. We need her doc. We need her doctor. We the need her work, microwave. This is what I'm talking about. This is how I want to get my work done on my face, which will be happening uh, right quick. <laughs> is love that for like, you. I want to still look like I'm aging, but that I'm aging in a way that's the most graceful you've ever seen. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's like, oh, you're aging. You're not trying to look 30 when you're 55 or 60 or whatever but you're looking like the, the most vibrant six-year-old I've ever seen. Exactly. I think the word, the buzzword for me is refreshed. When you look refreshed, you're refreshed, mm. refreshed, refreshed for 50 or refreshed for 60. Like yes. not like yes. you're trying to look 40, but you want to be yes. the most refreshed version of whatever age I want to look like I'm eating vegan and working out every day without doing it. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to look like I've had one blink of sleep in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to look like I'm hydrated without like really drinking too much water. With yeah. mainlining Diet Dr. Pepper every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I have yep. to say though, I, because here's the thing we have to remember, plastic surgery, work, filler, Botox, whatever, it has only gotten, I'd say really good in the past 15 years. So when Debbie would have to be getting these things, it wouldn't be that good, which leads me to believe, I don't think she's had, I don't think she's had anything to be completely fair. I think, I think she is someone who is, I can't you see her be like, in addition to like rounding up the cast every morning and saying, I trust you as I did with my improv team in college before every show, I'm making eye contact with you. Got your back, got your back. (laughs) I got your back, I got your back. Exactly, Jake. Yes, and she literally she was the, she was the kind of person who like did old timey beauty things like put on a, a a full like you know poly like a sweatsuit and like 
went on like a fitness job yeah. with like weights tied to her. Like, I think she genuinely right. just aged well. And that I do think she cared for her body. Will we do the same? Of course no. not. Because we we're already have the shortcuts. Yeah, it was too, too Also, late. she probably was late. working in the biz at like 17. And then yeah. was on one of those like contracts through the, um, what are those called? The studios, like a studio mm-hmm. contract or whatever. Yeah. And so she didn't see the sun. You know, she was no. no she's, the time. she's a worker. She's not going to the beach and tanning and like being no. and drinking all the time. Like she has stuff to do, you know? And I can see Debbie Reynolds because, you know, a lot of those studio system contracts were like, you know, you take uppers yeah. to work all day. Exactly. Downers. downers. I can say Debbie Reynolds saying something like, my attitude is my upper. Like that <laughs> yes. kind of thing. You know what I mean? And she She's was like absolute- a good work ethic. Yes. She was going to bed with a full face of Vaseline, bringing it back to Vaseline. She was yep. Vaseline in her whole body, going to sleep, getting all uh, her pillows greasy. She would just kind of rub up against the camera in the morning. And then <laughs> she was set for the day. Exactly. Oh, I love thinking about like all these old Hollywood stars and like, what they actually were doing it's so good <laughs> you never know you never know you never know you wait never i know. have a question about a couple of things in halloween town that i want to get some Please. eyes on hmm. um how was everyone getting on that bus because i rewound it a couple times and i couldn't figure it out quite right so agatha gets on the bus you know mm-hmm. and then all she three in the back. All three children. I, well, that's why I couldn't figure out because it didn't look like they came in the back door and I did rewind it several times. Oh, how were wow. they undetected? And how did Sophie get in without anybody? Knowing? That doesn't make any sense. That, that sneaky little demon girl. I yeah, think. that's what I said. That dead-eyed child. We gotta watch out for her. Well, Jake, spells are simple. You simply have to wish for it mm-hmm. and want it and then have it. It's a real I want it, no. I got yeah. it situation. It's it like really manifesting. <laughs> it's just yeah. like manifesting. It's just, and we, I, I guess it. we're all I witches. I want it. I got it. <laughs> Ariana Grande is a witch. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's you. absolutely true. Yeah, I did not ask you. Yeah, but no, that doesn't make sense. But maybe Sophie willed herself into the bus. That could be. And then my second question about the bus, or not even a question, more an observation and see if you guys had the same kind of experiences they are not reacting at all to be traveling through a, like dimensions <laughs> they're sitting on the bus like huh like where are we heading you yes. know the, the brother who's supposed to be our voice of reason is oh, like brother a little bit but, but not, not i really. think at that point he's like maybe we're headed to cleveland <laughs> i was like I'm upset Bitch, about that. Look outside. Yeah, like, his stick. Look at his his stick is he's in a dream. He's in a dream for the whole movie. He's like <laughs> he thinks he's in a dream. Mm, yes. <sighs> yeah, the brother was I, and that tough. also. Yeah. Also, that the logic for I remember one line where he was like, "Well, if this is a dream, nothing matters." Yeah. So I'm down to hell. I was <laughs> like, "What?" Huh? Like, if this is a dream and nothing matters, like, go go off and do something exciting. Yes. This is so off topic. But can I tell you about the weirdest thing that just happened in my dream last night? Oh, my it's God. Just, it's present <laughs> in my to. mind. Okay. Yes. So I was with an old, like, schoolmate of mine from middle school. In and the we dream. Were, in the dream. And okay. we were walking somewhere. And I was like, this is so weird to see you because, you know, 
like in my real life, I'm 31 now. And he was like, well, yeah, me too. And I was like, oh, so that's crazy. We're like meeting in the dream. Like, well, and we like made a joke. I was like, nice to see you. <gasps> like you have it- to message him today to see if he had the same dream. Is that bizarre? <laughs> Is that so crazy? Like, I, I was aware of that. Where I was like, oh yeah, like in my waking life, I'm 31 and here we are, you know, like in this, if, in I, this if yeah. I realize I'm dreaming, the first thing I'm doing is like, who can I go have sex with? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like, oh, this is great. I'm here. Like, let's do it. Like, who have I always wanted to sleep with? <laughs> I've never gotten there. I, th- I mean, what it sounds like you're describing is almost lucid. You're almost lucid dreaming. You're almost yes. have that full awareness where then you can go off and do whatever, whatever. you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> Which if you're Jake, you're going to go fuck someone yeah and the world is at your fingertips you can do whatever you want and I do feel like that always comes kind of at the precipice of you waking up it's not Mm -hmm. in the time when you're about to wake up but it's like right before that time so it's like your deepest thing and then you kind of have this very real dream moment and then it's like oh that kind of wakes you up into real life it's so weird the dream moment I have, and truly, um, you know, to talk about another incredible film, uh, I guess, uh, Inception. I love Inception. Inception. <laughs> Inception gets it right, which is, remember in the opening scene, that man is, he, they're, they're trying to incept him, right? And he, uh, and he like, is, and they're on a train and he looks at the floor of the train and he goes, this rug isn't my rug on the train. Like, this is wrong. And that's when he wakes up and the, yeah. the inceptors are like, ah, shit. That is literally how I know I'm dreaming where I'm like, wait, why did I, when I leave my, leave my apartment bedroom door, how am I watching, walking into my kitchen in my hometown in Omaha? Right. And I'm like, mm, yeah, not as detailed as a different rug, but I'm like, something's up. Something's wrong yeah, with the chili here. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then I wake up or yeah. I told, I think I told Mike this once and he thought something was absolutely wrong with me. Um, when I want to get out of a dream, I do kill myself. I jump off a building oh. and I walk into cars and that's how I wake up. Wow. That is, so is that in- normal. That's, that's so interesting. That's really bold. That's really, <laughs> that's really scary. And <laughs> I'll say what everyone else is thinking. We're concerned. <laughs> that's that's a very interesting thing yeah. that I would no, explore with a therapist, maybe. No, it's because <laughs> I know that gets you can't die in a dream. So I pull the trick when I'm lucid and I'm like, oh, I need to wake up. Like, I don't want to be, I'm scared or I'm scared of this dream. This is a scary dream. I'm lucid. I know I can get out of it. I jump yeah. off a building and then I'll usually fall and wake up. I well, fall into okay. my body. I, oh, I got the shivers. I like <laughs> grew up in a hippie, you know, situation. My parents weren't that hippie, but I went to school, like private school, hippie, very like whatever. So I was having a reoccurring nightmare and I ended up talking to a friend's mom who was like, well, if you can kind of get yourself there tonight, just remember that it's a dream and you can change it. And I was like, no way. She's like, but you have to like kind of manifest it before you go to sleep. Like, okay, I'm going to have this dream. I'm going to realize when the bus comes that I'm going to do something different. And I did it. And it wow. was dreaming. So, That's lucid dreaming. It was That's crazy. And I was You're like, supposed- and it really was like challenging in the dream to be like, no, I'm not going to get on this bus. I'm going to go to the car. And it did wake me up. 
you know, changing it like that. Like mm. I couldn't just keep dreaming, but it did change. I never had that dream again. That's incredible. Yeah, I never had that nightmare again. Okay. So wow. I'm gathering we're all witches. <laughs> Guys, I think Not we me. all belong in Halloween town. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be our Dylan and you're going to have sparks coming from your well, fingers. Okay. I was just about <laughs> to say like, that was to me though, that's the, Growing up, that was like the horniest moment of the movie for me. I wanted the electricity to come out of my hands so mm. badly. I would just mm. like stare at my hands and try and like will the electricity, <laughs> the static to come out of there. Yep. Yeah, obviously never did. The, the gills never came. The fins uh, never came. Yet. I know. That's yet. when you grow up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Never give up hope. <laughs> Is there anything else about this movie? I feel like we've hit a lot. Oh, wait. As I say that, I have something to say. <laughs> Go. When Marnie comes over to Luke after he's helped her put the Merlin's, what is it? Talisman. 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 The very fake plastic pumpkin in the middle. Such a leap that they made to know where to put it when they're in the theater. Like, well, she said that people in our world like to copy. And so this has to go inside the pumpkin. Mortals see, (laughs) mortals do. do. So and to make it more dramatic when she gets frozen but she's like hanging on the side of the pumpkin and then she hears all the voices in her head of everyone who said you know like I'm not special or you are not a witch yes I am like this is the line of the blah 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 witches I was like this is so cheap <laughs> like did it give you any sort of thrill the end of that movie. No, the not, only, not one the thrill. The only time I felt anything was when the mom finally stepped up to the plate. I was a little excited by mom doing something mm. for the first time. In we the love multi generational witches. Absolutely. Like that's yeah. fun. And then when she I mean, held up the, the grandmother's hand, clutching it so tightly, <laughs> Debbie family, was like, "Ow!" She's like, oh, "My hand." <laughs> our family bonded together, like in hands. I that is a very powerful image. That's a powerful that did, image. That is that was something I was always chasing in childhood. I think maybe because I come from a broken mm. family, I think yeah. I was always chasing that unity, that yeah. unity of class hands. hands and yeah, that never together. happened. That <laughs> never sorry. happened. I'm so sorry. I but was then also kind of bummed for. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say no. in that moment, the best moment was when the guy explodes from the spell that they all have to do together as the five witches slash warlock. And then the, like, it's not even like a moment of like, wow, you know, like that was really powerful. It is gleeful, like laughing. (laughs) And all the townspeople are like clapping and they're like, look at us. Are we crazy? Yeah. A man has died. A man has (laughs) exploded before us. Yeah. (laughs) And the mom is like, like, I've never been so proud of you, honey, for killing that man. (laughs) And what were you going to say? I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. No, it was just that I thought it was a kind of a bummer choice that I know we we need it for the sequel, but to move Debbie Reynolds back to the mortal world to be with the family. I hated that. I did not like that. I Mm -hmm. that had putting someone in a home. That's that's exactly what I wrote down. That's exactly how it felt. Yep. It felt icky. Like just, you know, I thought it would have been good of like, you know, we're going to send Marnie and the other kids whose names I don't care to learn. (laughs) We'll, we're going to send them to Halloween town once a week and you guys can have fun. Like 
that would have shown more growth for me, for the mom mm-hmm. to release the vice-like grip she has on her family, yes. as opposed to taking yes, yes, yes. the woman she has a not great relationship with and bringing her to the mortal world. And I'm going to say it, dulling her sparkle. <gasps> Absolutely. Okay, Serena. <laughs> absolutely right though i felt the same way i was like this isn't right like you move back to halloween town and like get right with yourself like move to your roots like you're hiding something halloween town seems also just like objectively a better place to live yeah a hundred percent like let's be free to be you and me and that should that be an old english guardsman should that be yes, a, a fairy? Should, should that, should be, that Marie be Marie Antoinette in a bad wig? <laughs> Absolutely. Be, you can be you whatever can you want. <laughs> you can a be. If you want it. werewolf. Yeah. Anything, anything. Anything. The sky's the limit. <laughs> Literally, like whatever you think of is never too big. Or you can be poor Luke. The so horribly dirty, and when she comes and kisses his nose, that big, big nose. I didn't like that. Also, can we talk about the? I mean, and I don't mean to, maybe you'll do this on another pod. From what I recall of kind of vaguely watching the sequel, Luke is recast so egregiously, and he is no longer a goblin, like he's the sequel is green. Have Absolutely you, have couldn't you remember this? a moment of that film. I've seen it, but I nothing. Luke be, gets kind of hot. Huh. Hold Interesting. on, fine. I'm, I almost am like compelled to send a picture in the chat. Yeah, while oh, you look, Luke? while you look, I have Luke is actually he plays young Christopher in Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh! I know. In can that you believe? Oh, wow. Where Lorelai is completely not cast correctly at all yes yes in that flashback he's young christopher here we go it's it's loading i gotta okay we're all we're all looking he is hotter in halloween town too let's see yes oh my god i love his hair oh oh very carrot i'm not mad so we're still dealing with a bit of a nose but not in the way that was happening at the end of this film and it's the same it's the same actor it's the same actor it's the same actor Okay, me, I, my point is, is in terms of like the direction they were going in terms of how much prosthetics are we using? This is like, you know, he he has like crazy hair. We can work and, you with know, that. <laughs> yeah, we can work He's with crazy like that. hair and pointed ears. Right. Yes. But what we're dealing with, with Luke and his true form at the end of Halloween Town is... Um, it's Gross. hard to look at and he's like he's try- he's like maybe it wasn't worth it i was like hun no i think it, I was, think it was very much worth it and you need to do you need to raise calabar back from the dead because- and i and i know we're trying to be like body positive face positive you know goblin positive whatever but goblin positive. <laughs> whatever he is but now we're friends with a lot of witches can we cook up something can we help? There's something more spell? there that they, they could definitely do. A topical. Well, maybe a topical. maybe that's what happens between Halloween Town and okay. Halloween Town 2. They help you them get it. A, yeah, you're going to be a flaming ginger, but your face is going to look great. <laughs> that's the trade-off. We love. We love. love. We stand. I love it. I mean, what a ride. 
Does anybody have like any final parting thoughts on Halloween Town? This experience of watching it. I thought it was. I funny just think that- it makes total. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Go. Ahead. No. It's you, Anne. Go. I just think it makes total wide. It, it is a part of Halloween canon to this day. Yes, absolutely. Because it is, I think the I think movies remain canon when they are so bad or, you know, poor, the script is bad and there's so many plot holes and the set looks like it was, you know, the, the decorations for a high school haunted prom. I think <laughs> that makes it campy and memorable and nostalgic. Yes. You know, like it's a yes. more memorable war movie and that and honestly like a very incredible um lead in the form of debbie reynolds yeah absolutely mm. what a get for them what a get and she was great oh Amazing. so good yeah i know it's i think my final point would be I, I, it could have been a musical it, there's a there's a world Ooh. where it could have been a musical and i'll leave been. it at that and i will leave it at that yeah and my oh, now i need yeah, I need a, no, I need a Halloween Town musical tomorrow. Now, would that be so funny for us to do like a comedy, like not a full comedy show, but like comedy adjacent musical review of <laughs> Halloween Town where we write the original music? I, the unauthorized I, Hall- Halloween Town musical. Oh That's hilarious. God. And I love taking the pressure off of this by calling it comedy adjacent. <laughs> well, I take this very seriously. I think I'm that's not really making fair. Halloween Town a joke. That's, you're so it's right. It's very important. <laughs> and if it's not funny, it was on purpose. Because yeah. I didn't say it was a comedy show, bitch. <laughs> so if you're not laughing, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are, great. Because that's right. also what I wanted. Because also I live for laughter. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll die without it. Yeah. Y'all, this has been such a dream to have you guys on. Yeah, I can't that's thank my final you thought. enough. That was for the best. Oh my Thank god. you for having. This is our first Thank podcast you. together. Oh my god! This is, this is my first. It's my first podcast. Wait. Oh my god, that's crazy. You guys are in nice. general. Oh. So we're dealing with a first podcaster ever, first podcast as a duo, yes. first yes. for us having two people. I mean, this is like oh history, history, history. Wow. People so will look much. back on this day, and it will be important. And they'll make a uh, podcast unpacking this podcast. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the layers breakdown, and, breakdown and, and that's our spinoff. <laughs> you guys are always in spinoff mode. Uh, <laughs> I love it. No, this was a, an absolute treat. I'm so glad this is how we met, but now we yes. actually have to be friends in real life. Sorry. We have to meet yes. in the flesh. Well, we got to um, start yeah. working on our, we got to start working on our musical. <laughs> Yes, I mean, we, yeah. we've got a lot of work. We got to get into the rehearsal room. Bring some ideas to the table yeah. uh, by <laughs> next Friday. Uh, <laughs> Love. Love it. Uh, where can the people find you online, or would you like them to follow you? Or if you want to plug anything. Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Anne underscore Sundell. Um, Two L's. I mean, it's like also that's my Instagram. Um. I am on TikTok as an elder TikToker. And it is um something I'm, you know, much like much like Marnie and her witch identity, I'm getting um more and more comfortable with in terms of like I need yes. TikToks and I'm 28. I'm legally dead on TikTok, but <laughs> we love ghost TikTok. <laughs> um, you can find me at, at spongemike123 yes, <laughs> on Instagram. <baby. laughs> Because I, love, I love SpongeBob, and that's my identity. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a SpongeBob obsessed. podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, wait, we, 
we should plug our show in, although this comes out in a month. Yeah, this will come out, uh, well, this will come out end of October. We're not doing one in October technically, but I think, and we're starting with the first Monday of every month, which is November 1st. Oh, perfect. That will be absolutely okay, great. Perfect. So November 1st. Beautiful. November okay. 1st. You have to check out their show. Where is it? So it's at, at El Cid. Fun. So close to us, Jake. Uh, yes, I know. You guys can roll down the street. Yeah, baby. I, I could love walk it. if I wanted to. <laughs> This was a blast. Thank you so much yes. again. And we'll definitely have you both back Yeah, on. if you're in LA, oh. check out their show. It's so fun. It's amazing. Um, we're going to say goodbye on the podcast. And then we're going to stay on and chat for one second. Okay. <laughs> Bye. So, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.